Welcome to Blake Street Banter, where one of us knows what the word banter means. The other two are just along for the ride. James, say hi. Hey. And Luke, say what's up. What's going on? We are here with Luke Taggart of the Spokane Indians. And this has been a long time coming. We've, I feel like we've been talking for ages to get this set up. I know, right? Seems like everything, every week you got pushed back. Yeah. Life on the road, man. So I just got back from vacation and traveling with three kids and across the country is absolutely terrible but and now it's the wind down we're at the wind down stage right now finally got the kids to bed got myself together how do you unwind from your long road trips um so my off days i i'll go to the grocery store with my roommates just to pack up for our week at home and then we just watch tv and relax all day we don't do much (laughs) That's how we unwind. That's such a normal person thing to do. <laughs> are you watching a lot of baseball or are you just shutting it off for a while? Uh, you know, I kind of shut it off. I, I don't follow baseball on my off days. You know, I'll, I'll check in on everybody like during the week, but Mondays is just kind of do nothing. We watch winning time. Me and my roommates, we, the uh, Lakers show. It's kind of been. Oh routine. yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm all caught up on that. That's a, that's a fantastic show. Yeah, we've enjoyed it. Do I get that on the ESPN Plus app? Or? I've no, never heard of this uh, thing. That's HBO, HBO that's Max. Roller stuff. Oh, yeah. That's that extra $5 I'm not doing. Okay. I'm not paying for it. I'm bumming somebody else's <laughs> <laughs> There is nothing wrong with that. I'm still using my sister-in-law's yeah. Netflix, too. So There you go. You know, you think I could shed out $5 for the HBO Max. But so roommates, life on the road, first professional season. What are you? You're a month in, right? Yeah. Four series. Yeah. Everything you thought it would be. How you feel? Yeah. I feel good. You know, I'm having a lot of fun. We've got a lot of good uh, people on this team, team or like my teammates and coaches. Um, just having a blast. Enjoying every day. Yeah, that's that's fun because you like you just skipped low A Fresno. So let's let's get into that. Let's talk some ball. You right. know, it's your off day, so I apologize for that, but no, hopefully no you can worries. forgive us. Um, you skipped low A ball. You were undrafted. You mm-hmm. signed as a free agent. Like, this is that's kind of unheard of. So, what was that spring training like? How did that, how'd you end up in Spokane? Uh, you know, I don't really know what conversations went on with the, the upper management that got me here, um, but I just had, I had pretty good spring training training um I think I gave up like one run or something um but through well I think in fact I'm a little older I mean I'm 24 already since I did five years in college I think that might have pushed me into into high but um I'm not really too sure why I got lucky enough to (laughs) skip low a but I'm enjoying where I'm at that's for sure yeah so let's back that up just a little bit I mean so Corpus Christi is where you grew up, right? Yes, in that area. And then you go to Incarnate Word, um, mm-hmm. which is, mis- if I'm mistaken, is it Division Division Three school? It's actually or- it's it's a Division One actually. Uh, it's oh, okay. a smaller one, but it is it is D one. And then um, grad transferred to OU after four years at UIW. Yeah, what was that process like? What made you land on Oklahoma? Did they reach out to you? Were you kind of shopping around? I mean. Um, you know how that kind of works so I mean the only reason I got that extra year was COVID um, 
they gave me another year of eligibility or gave everybody. Um, and I went and played summer ball in California that COVID summer and was playing with like Matt McLean. He's my shortstop first rounder for the Reds. Uh, Jace Young, who's at Tech right now. We had, we had a bunch of good, good guys on our team. And, you know, I was hanging with them and I was like, I'm going to stick my stick my name in the pot and see what happens. And it was actually a really cool experience for me just to be recruited. UIW is my only offer out of high school. And so I never got to feel the love from a lot of, from a lot of colleges. And so I got to feel that then. Um, and OU seemed to be the best fit for me. I had friends that were already there. The uh, assistant coach, you know, his brother-in-law was one of my previous coaches at UIW. And then Skip Johnson, you know, he's kind of well-known pitching guru. So I was excited to get to work with him. Uh, I feel like that was just best route for me. And I took it and it worked out, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, clearly. So, I mean, you started, you were a starting pitcher at UIW, right? That's correct. Yeah. And then you go to Oklahoma and your primary reliever, was that part of the conversation or is that just kind of unfold as the uh, season goes along? That kind of unfolded. Um, you know, I was going into going into OU thinking that I would have a chance to earn a starting spot, you know, because they had they had all three of their weekend rotation guys get drafted last year or the previous year. And um, my fall was really good. But when we came back after winter break, I didn't have a two good inner squads. And so I got moved to the pen and you know, I was fine with it. I was I didn't play good enough to, to deserve that spot. And bullpen is where I ended up. But I'm I'm enjoying the bullpen now and I joined the bullpen at OU too. So do, are you finding your groove in the bullpen? Because I mean that's new to you. Like two yes. seasons now. Like yes. So OU the first few months was definitely a learning curve. I think opening uh or the second weekend um I was in the pen and I think I threw like 50 pitches trying to warm up <laughs> my routine was so bad um but I eventually got it figured out and now I kind of have a little routine that I do um it doesn't doesn't bother me as much uh, and I'm not wasting bullets in the, in the bullpen <laughs> now you can get you can get ready on a hop yes yeah I mean I, I enjoy knowing when I'm going in like if I can if they can say Tiger you have the ninth and I'm like, all right, and I can do everything I need to do, but I, I do appreciate when that happens, but I can I can get going quicker, a lot quicker than I used to be able to. So, I mean, what's that? I mean, you mentioned the warm-up routines, but obviously mentally that's got to be an adjustment as well. I mean, what's your mentality mm -hmm. as a starting pitcher, and then what has to change for you knowing that you're going to be in the pen now and that's your role? You know, um, as a starter, you – throw your one day and then you're off the rest of the week. Um, that, that was always pretty nice. Um, but as a bullpen, you always have to – a bullpen guy, you always have to be ready to go in, you know. Um, I think at OU one weekend I threw in two games and gotten hot in another one, you know. Um, but before the bef – like I'd say the fifth inning is whenever I really make a switch and start really paying attention. Um and kind of feeling out if I may be going in for the seventh or the eighth or the ninth or, or whatever it might be, uh, get my body loose and stay ready in just in case my name gets called, I can go, go right to work. Um, but I just try to, I try to just enjoy the game and have fun and bullpen and then fifth inning comes around, lock it in. 
so that those first four or five innings of the game with Shelby Lackey, what is that like? You know, Lackey, he's probably the most character or charismatic guy on the team. <laughs> he's, he's really funny. Uh, so me and him and all the other bullpen guys, we shoot the bowl and have a good time. And that continues past the fifth inning most <laughs> times for me. But, um, but no, I, I enjoy Lack. He's a, he's a great guy. Glad, I'm glad he's here. Yeah, I, I can see him just – again, I, I know he doesn't stop talking. I mean, he didn't stop talking <laughs> when we talked to him. It's just his vibe. That's who he is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm imagining having in that, all right, get easing into the baseball game, fourth, fifth inning. It's, it's probably kind of nice having that guy that kind of the lackey type just hanging out. There oh, yeah. To, yeah, know, definitely. Like definitely. Definitely keeps, keep things loose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's fun. So – did your arsenal change at all from going starter to reliever? How did it change from 19-year-old Luke to 23-year-old Luke, 24-year-old okay. Luke? Um, so, I think, like, 19-year-old Luke, I think I had a slider and a curveball, and they probably looked the same <laughs> um, at that time. And then I also had a change-up and a fastball uh, or a four-seam. Um but whenever I was in college at UIW, I was kind of always searching for a consistent off-speed pitch. Um, some days would be good. Some days would be the slider. Some days would be the changeup. Uh, I'd say my junior year, I dropped the curveball and was throwing strictly sliders, and it was it was iffy still. Um, but what really changed was whenever I was at OU, I started throwing the uh, spiked spike breaking ball and I can I've been able to throw that very consistently and then the changeup is just a plus if it's there that day uh, which now is getting better Kibler's helped me a lot with that uh, during this month so enjoyed working with him with that are you using a circle grip or yes yeah circle it's kind of a circle it but then I keep these two fingers they're kind of off the ball it's a little different but it's it's been working lately so yeah well can't argue with that then yeah right. is that uh that spike curve is that a skip johnson thing yes Did yeah, just skip. Do that with you or what um so i tried i had uh patrick hallmark and scott shepherd were my pitching coaches at uiw and they tried teaching me the spike um while i had them over me and i just could not figure it out and then when i got to ou skip brought it up again and it just clicked um, and been throwing that ever since. Any idea what he did differently? Like that's, that's just that's just weird. We we had two baseballs taped together, and it looked like a little peanut. And I would grab one ball and throw it, and it would spin one direction. And he'd be like, "All right, that's how you throw it." And we threw it a few times, then went to the bullpen, and I was throwing sharp breaking balls. <laughs> That must have felt pretty good. Yeah, I was pretty excited about it. I never would have <laughs> thought to tape two baseballs together in any yeah, sense. It was, it was weird throwing it, but I actually I busted it out this past uh, week in yeah. Everett just to get the feel for it again. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. I like those kind of stories. Yeah. Yeah, you had a pretty good week, too. I, I don't think you gave up a run. I think you pitched about three or four innings. It looked like three, it went pretty smooth. 2.1 innings on Thursday and uh did well um glad to we ended up losing that game but 
it's all good. We got it. We won the series, though. Yeah, the um, we try to watch as many games as we can, but the the crappy thing is is spill can isn't really on MILB TV like barely ever. I know it's it's a shame. My parents, my parents watch the box score a lot. I play. They they're they're wishing for uh, some cameras coming soon. I'm not sure if they are though. Oh yeah, the box score is nice, but TV <laughs> can't beat that. Absolutely, yeah. it's just a different vibe if you can see it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's that Northwest League too. Like there's like two other teams that don't have a stream either. It's absolutely terrible. Um, so your relieving experience. Do you like the one inning or do you like the two two plus inning? Like. Um, you know, I'm, I'm good with whatever they need yeah. me to do. Um, I've done, I think I've had more two inning outings this year yeah. so far. Um, yeah, but I, I enjoy coming in with nobody on. <laughs> right. Starting the inning. <laughs> yeah. Getting a clean, fresh inning is definitely a lot easier on me, um, mentally. Yeah. You know? But, um, but I'm good with whatever they need me to do. If they need me to start a game, I'll do it. <laughs> You'll jump in there. <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever they need. Right. Yes, no, sir. How high? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, because, yeah, five of your six outings so far have been two or more innings, um, and one being a save and one being a W. Was that pretty cool, getting your first win as a professional and your first save as a professional? Um, you know, I, I didn't know I got the win until the following day. Oh, really? Yeah. It was uh, my dad texted me. like, Congrats on your first. You saw win. the box score. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And, you know, I got it. And, uh, but the save was, was pretty cool. Um, that was a fun, that was a fun game for sure. Yeah. One inning pitch, three strikeouts. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, so you're all up in it, the professional life from the 19 year old and incarnate word, incarnated word undrafted um and here you are eight innings in low era low whip just grinding and doing your thing i don't know where i'm really going with this but has i guess like is this just kind of how you grew up speaking of your parents like work hard put it all out there and hope for hope somebody sees you your work and get you get that opportunity in, yeah, I, w- I would say uh, hard work was definitely part of the conversation growing up. Um, it, I never really – I never thought I would play college baseball, and I um, – especially early college career, I never thought I would play pro ball. Um, and then as I got older, I thought my pro ball chances were going out the window. But um, but my dad – my dad's favorite saying growing up is baseball's fun, but it's more fun if you're good at, good at it. So um, that's that was kind of – my reason to work hard is to have more fun in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's a blast. I mean, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. Yeah, that's, it's, it's cool. I always like to hear like how that kind of happens. Cause we talked to somebody last week about, he had a kind of a similar path, um, mm-hmm. went Juco and then went D one and kind of out of the radar and he ended up retiring this past season, but just, the hard work and grinding and working on stuff and finding that one guy that taught him that pitch kind of like what you did in Oklahoma and that kind of stuff. It's just, it's always cool hearing the, the foundational stories, I guess, like how, like, you know, you're out of nowhere type guys 
get where they are, the Duke and Darnell's types and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely – everybody has their own journey, and it's cool to kind of get bits and pieces from them over time. Well, it's, it's funny as fans because we just assume that everything is pre-planned. Like, you already knew you were going to play pro ball by the time you're 20 or 19, and it's so rarely the case. I mean mm-hmm. – um, us as fans, like we just see the tip of the iceberg. We just see all the all the good things paying off. We don't see all the work and grinding and doubts and all of those things underneath, right? So mm-hmm. it's just really funny. It's not funny, but it's just really interesting hearing everybody's journey because it really is different. It's very rarely the way you planned it to be, right? Oh, yeah. You know, you think you're going to go one way and there's always another plan for you. <laughs> yeah, you know? definitely. Uh, so I'm curious, how's how's your uh, BP looking? Or they don't let they don't let the the bullpen guys pick up the bat. And you know, I haven't touched, I haven't swung a bat in since high school. You know, it's probably my, my, my hitting days are over. That's for sure. <laughs> Never even picking it up, like at all. Oh, I mean, I, I like, for fun, out. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll swing it a little bit, like just for, for the feel, but I, it's nothing. I'm not hitting balls. <laughs> You're not doing it. No. Um, I do want to go back a little bit. So maybe this is where I was wanting that question to come from or go to. When you were were you sitting there watching the draft this past offseason? Like when you're did you have a plan coming into play or no. Uh I think I watched the last day of the draft. Um I wasn't expecting anything. I didn't have an advisor, so I, I didn't have much insider info. Um, like, I think days one and two, I was mowing grass or something <laughs> out in the yard. Um, but definitely watched the last day, and the last pick went through, and my uh, skip from OU texted me and said – or called me and goes, hey, you want to play for the Rockies? They're going to sign a free agent deal if you want it. I'm like, yeah, just tell them, tell them to call me. And so I got pretty excited about that. And then I kind of just sat there for six hours. Oh, no. Nobody called. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, crud. Yeah. Maybe they don't want me anymore. Um, and like every hour and a half, Skip would text me, they called you yet? They called you yet? And I'm like, no. And he goes, what the heck? I just got a phone. And they're supposed to call you. I'm like, man, wait, you're in my phone. <laughs> um, and then eventually uh, Forbes called me and told me they wanted to sign me, and then I started talking to Jesse after that. So yeah. it all worked out. Yeah, it was well, an inter- interesting process <laughs> for sure. Like how many times did you cuss out in your skip in your head? Like, dude, did you just set me up or what is this deal? No, you know, I mean, I kind of like there the, the during the COVID deal, I knew it wasn't going to be drafted in the five rounds. I thought I might have a chance for a free agent. Right. And, um, you know, I was talking to the White Sox a little bit, and they were like, hey, it's going to be you or this guy. And that went on for like a week or two and never called me. And so at, whenever Skip kept tell, telling me that they're going to call me, I was like, man, they're either going to call me or not. And so I was just kind of either going to happen or, isn't it, or it isn't. I wasn't yeah. freaking out. I was like just ready to go one way or the other. Yeah, you've already experienced that. You can go find mm-hmm. another – find another lawn to go mow or something (laughs) no that's that's crazy i couldn't imagine like i i would be antsy itchy and and like all right i heard it i finally but that thing that i kind of wanted is happening Mm -hmm. and then it didn't yeah that's crazy that's wild 
Are you salty towards the White Sox? Like they didn't even give you no, a, a not at all. Call? Oh, no, we, we'll no. be salty for you. We, we are we are an anti-White Sox pod right now. We are not fans of the White oh, Sox. No. Can't no, do one day I'm gonna go play like their affiliate or something, and then they're gonna light me up. <laughs> it is us, not you. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. So I had something. I'm curious. I'm curious about the weather because I mean, in Incarnate Word in Oklahoma, even. I mean, most of the time you're pitching in probably warmer weather, Oklahoma, maybe not so much, but now you're, you know, in the Northwest, I imagine the weather's not been great recently. So has that been an adjustment for you? Or are you just kind of like, it, from, you know, it's, it's not the worst weather I've ever played in, but it's consistently not great. Um, <laughs> a lot of rain, right? Uh, yeah. A little, the, We've had one game get rained out. We've definitely played some games and some um, heavy sprinkles, I guess you could call it. Um, but I, honestly, I feel like it's the weather and the winter back home, back in Corpus. You know, it's wet, it's cold, it's windy. You just got to deal with it, you know. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't been too bad. I feel like I've been able to get warm enough to where the weather's not affecting me. But I cannot wait till it gets hot yeah. <laughs> for that. Was baseball, high school baseball down in Texas different? Like, was it um, a big deal? Yeah, especially in Corpus, it, it's definitely a big deal. You know, um, like Moody High School will play um, Cal Allen, two teams that have won state championships way back in the day and recently. Um, they'll play at the double A for the Astros, the Hook Stadium. Uh, and they'll pack it out. I mean, there'll be more fans for the high school game than than the than the hooks game. Um, wow. It's it's um, definitely I would say baseball and football town. You know. Yeah. So did you come from did you come from a baseball family or is it something you just kind of fell into by chance? Um, I would say I picked it. I didn't really feel pressured um, to go play baseball. Uh, my grandfather played some college baseball and then like my great grandfather played some indie ball way back in the day. Uh, but I mean, I played soccer and basketball and tennis and baseball, a little bit of football growing up. But uh, once I got to high school, I was, I was strictly baseball. I would have played basketball, but if you were on the freshman basketball team, you had to miss the first two weeks of baseball season. And uh, I wasn't going to do that. So I stuck with baseball. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart choice. Smart choice. You guys ever play pickup games? Like, what do you guys do, I guess, on your off days? More than just the relaxing. Do you guys, you know, we're so, since up here, everybody's kind of spread out. Like, my my apartment's 20 minutes from the field west of town. And there's, like, Will Etheridge and Kitchen and Cusada are here. And uh, I think we're going to grab dinner with them. But, like, Lackey is 20 minutes north of town. Or he's downtown, but Bobby's 20 minutes north of town. So we're all kind of spread out. Um, We usually don't really get together on Mondays. But we don't do any pickup basketball. I haven't played a basketball game since, like, my sophomore year in college. (laughs) I think I rolled my ankle in it, too. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I was. You always hear about the ping pong battles and like rain delays. I mean, you've had a few rain delays and stuff. Oh yeah, you know what are what are those locker? What's that locker room like during the rain delays and stuff? It's usually people cussing at the weather. That happens a fair (laughs) amount of time. Um, You know, people people be on their phones. Some people would be taking a nap. Some people are shooting the bull in the corner. Um, But it just depends on where you're at. We haven't we haven't had any rain delays yet. I think we just got canned one game. Um, okay, but I'll keep you updated. Yeah, <laughs> just take us inside the locker room during a rain delay. Yeah, just to see what that looks like. I really want to know who takes naps. I want to know who's the nappers. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so we always like to end it with our three questions. Uh, fun, right. fun questions. Kind of get to know you stuff. Yeah. I did not go to Incarnate Word or Oklahoma to see what kind of questions they answered or whatever but so we'll just do it here um what is your favorite slash go-to movie if you had to watch one all right so i'm gonna give you a a double answer um my favorite movie of all time is lonesome dove it's like a three-part little series but um, it's six hours total you know it's got it's got love action sad it's kind of got it checks all the boxes it's a little uh western robert duvall and tommy lee jones um but if i was going to throw a movie on right now i would probably put on um like american sniper or something okay that i I can see that the lonesome dove is such a texas answer (laughs) like grew up watching that one yeah great one my grandpa was huge into westerns so i've dabbled in a few of those we that man had so many john wayne statues running around his house it was scary <laughs> how much he loved his westerns. yeah it was it was crazy how much he had it. like had no awesome. idea why but yeah he was yeah he was a bronc rider growing up in high school and kind of that small town farm farm type and just there you go. he still lived it in the his retirement days um what's your go-to meal and not um, on game day and not game day okay um you know i always enjoy good steak but i don't eat that a lot um but if i had to pick something i would probably go subway I like chicken bacon ranch okay with, uh, with some veggies and probably get a chocolate chip cookie with it too <laughs> <laughs> always got to get that spoil yourself yeah, yeah. i deserve this yeah you yeah. earned it that's what 100 percent <laughs> I'll just work this out off tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, last question, my favorite question. What is your favorite baseball moment? Your personal baseball moment? And it's completely okay to be selfish when you answer this. Um so at UIW in my junior year, that whole year was was awesome. Um my team, my teammates were great, coaches were great. Uh we were all kind of on the same page. There's no complaining. We worked really hard. I mean, sometimes I felt like practices were seven hours long. Um, but we beat AM and Notre Dame, got a save against Texas that year. That was really cool. Um, just that that whole year, I guess, was probably my favorite, favorite baseball memory. Yeah, I didn't, I guess I didn't ever even think yeah, to ask. That's some serious wins right there. Yeah, that's some some big dogs you knocked down. Yeah, we we had a we had a fun year. It was a blast. And still talk. How far to those did you how far did you go in the postseason? 
not very far. That was actually the first time UIW played in a conference tournament. Um, it was the second year we were eligible. So my, my sophomore oh. year or my freshman year was like the last year of the like jump up period to division one. Um, and so we were eligible my sophomore year, didn't make it. And then junior year, we got things turned around. And I think we ended up getting like fourth overall in the conference. And uh, so were, you, were you starting or relieving any of those, those big wins? Um, I did not start any of the big wins, but I did relief or relieve in the, against Texas. Uh, it was like a midweek game. Um, I think we'd be in three to two. It was a roller coaster, though. Um, it was bottom of the ninth or top of the ninth because we were the home team. We were playing in San Antonio. And uh, they got a runner on second and two outs, and I just gave up a moonshot. But luckily the wind was blowing in just enough that our guy caught it up at the wall. I think it was, they uh, had the – track man or something on it and it was like 105 off the bat projected home run but the wind brought it back and I struck out the last guy I thought I lost the game for us but wow what a turn of events thank you mother nature yeah yeah uh how much different is the professional game compared to the college game like the atmosphere and the experiences and stuff like that uh it's a lot more laid back um you know nobody's gonna hold your hand to make sure you go to class and you do every drill to perfection. You know, it's always, if you do your job, check the box, you're good, move on. Uh, I really enjoy it. Um, I get my work in and I worry about myself, but then if I go do my job, we'll win. If everybody else does their job too, you know, Uh, it's a little more individualized, Um, but I like it a lot. It's really chill. It's great atmosphere. Yeah, that seems like that fits your your style a lot better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I definitely miss college. I miss my, miss my boys. Made a lot of memories with them. So, of course. Yeah, there's something about that camaraderie that you make in college. Like, not playing sports, but living with four or five guys and just missing the good old days and just absolutely hanging, hanging out in the dorm yeah. and hang, whatnot. It's always cool. Um, before we get you out of here, I told you I was going to ask this question. I almost forgot. What is this beard regimen, man? Whatever Spokane Indian, they took that nice and picture of that beard, and it is, <laughs> it needs to be talked about. It's it's not much, you know. <laughs> uh, I just kind of grow it. <laughs> um, Don't but, cut it. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. My high school made us be clean shaved, and so I was started shaving like sophomore year high school, and when as soon as I graduated, I never shaved had a beard all through college until I got to OU. I was going to say at OU, I saw you, I didn't see a beard on you. Yeah. They, those team rule, we had to be clean shaven with short hair. And so shaving every day was not, was not very fun. Um, and no, whenever our season ended, started growing my beard back and, uh, I just try to keep it as clean as possible and throw some, throw some oil in it if it's itchy and that's about it. (laughs) Not much to it. I mean, the oil and yeah, it's more than mine. Mine's terrible, <laughs> but it, it looks good. I just, I, people need to recognize you for your stats, but also this beard, beard yeah. like you, you, well, you, you got this beard. Yeah. No, Spokane put that, uh, fear the beard 
hashtag yeah. or whatever. And I was like, man, I don't like it because now I can't sh- shave it off. I yeah. always have to have it now. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I'm not going to yeah. do that for your best friend's wedding or whatever. Yeah. I am keeping this. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Luke, thank you for hanging out. Glad Absolutely. we can make this work. Um, yeah, let's talk. Too. Let's talk again soon, whether it's the off season or towards the end of the season. See how you're doing, Absolutely. and just keep just keep shutting the door, man. We'll do. Do my best. Appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah. Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.